It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Cambridge House International brings you the extraordinary future conference that covers today's disruptive headlines in science, technology, and culture, so investors can position themselves accordingly. Here's your chance to join over 2,500 attendees and engaged investors September 22nd and 23rd at the Vancouver Convention Center West for the X-Future Conference and meet 100-plus leading public and private technology companies and startups. Purchase tickets online and save 30% now through September 21st at cambridgehouse.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Angela Fay hub builder and co-host of British Columbia's podcasts, part of the Canada's Podcast Network, your source for great insights from entrepreneurs from across Canada. We talk to entrepreneurs who are making it happen here so you can listen, discover, and engage. Welcome to Canada's podcast today. I am speaking to Ragwag Gopal, one of the most recognizable names in the British Columbia tech sector. Some people don't know this yet, but he's a serial entrepreneur who has extensive experience growing and selling businesses. Ragwa was instrumental in the creation and management of successful programs for technology companies at all stages of growth and the driving force behind the development of the Okanagan's tech sector into a 1.6 billion economic contributor. Obviously, some South Pacific experience because he's a graduate of New Zealand Central Institute of Technology in Information Technology. And Regwa has also received degrees in computer science from Australia's Collier Macmillan School and the University of the South Pacific. Bringing it a little bit more closer to home, he's also been an entrepreneur in residence at Okanagan College School of Business and serves on the boards of multiple organizations, including the University of British Columbia, India, Canada Innovation Council, Women's Enterprise Centre, the Central Okanagan Economic Development, and the province of BC's Emerging Economy Task Force. So, wow, awesome. We're so excited to have you, Ragwa. Thank you. Good morning, and I'm very happy to be here. One of our cases at Canada's podcast is get to know entrepreneurs from across Canada, and uh, we're pleased to have you. But if one of the things that we know people want to hear about is a little bit more about you personally. So give us an idea uh, Ragwa, what, what kind of gets you kick-started in the morning and what is the thing that sort of juices you every morning? You know, just the, uh, the, the fact that uh, when I started my own business as a very young entrepreneur at the age of 20 with uh, almost uh, no resources and support uh, and uh, having to grow that business almost uh, single-handedly with my, with my uh, business partner, uh, what I realized when I got to a point where I could give back, uh, this is like become a passion for me to uh, to go out there every day and try and help that type of entrepreneur that I was 41 years ago, give them at least an opportunity to uh, to get the business off the ground in a much, uh, hopefully a much easier way. So that's the passion that what kind of gets me up every day. And I'm looking forward to going to the office and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, getting some opportunity to talk to a few of these individuals, but more so, uh, you know, trying to find the right kind of resources and connections for them to help them. Very good. We're going to talk a little bit about Innovate BC a little bit later, but uh, you are recent, recently moved to Vancouver, is that right, from the Okanagan? That's- that's true, yeah. So uh, I moved to um, Kelowna uh, in the Okanagan area uh, about 41 years ago from Fiji as a, as a young uh, immigrant. So I've been there in, 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 for 41 years, uh, grew my business, uh, you know, uh, 
raised my family over there. And um, and six months ago, I uh, uh, was lucky enough to uh, be hired as the president and CEO of Innovate BC, which um, uh, made me move to Vancouver. So I'm very happy uh, to be now moved from a, one of the best places to live in the world to almost... Uh, you know, the, the second, almost equally the best place to live uh, in British Columbia and the world as well. So I'm, I'm, I feel myself very, very lucky. Absolutely. Now, I, I just got to go back to that initial question. 41 years ago, when you immigrated from Fiji, what was the attraction to Canada? A couple of things. Um, you know, born, raised and educated in Fiji and happened to uh, take computer science as uh, as uh, my education because I was just uh, kind of a little bit sort of left out of the the norm thinking. Uh, it was really new and I thought, okay, I'll just try it out. So uh, got that education, but there was really no opportunities uh, in back home, um, mm-hmm. you know, in that, in that specific area at that time. My brother was in Kelowna and he said, hey, if you want to come to Canada, I'm pretty sure based on your computer science education and background, you'll have a much better chance of building a career here. So that was the attraction. Fast forward 40 years to today. If you were to give advice to immigrants that were looking at Canada as a possible relocation destination, what would you say were the, you know, who would thrive here? You know, anybody that um, has a good work ethic, you know, has a little bit of a you know, professional background, this is a country of opportunity. This is a country that gives opportunity for everybody, amazing, friendly people that are uh, willing to help you uh, get where you want to go. So I don't think there's any other country in the world like Canada that uh, embraces and helps um, immigrants or anybody, any new uh, comers to uh, to this country. So I was very, very lucky that I got that opportunity to come to this amazing country. Fantastic. Now, obviously, you are a mentor for many, many people, but is there anybody that you can cite who was a mentor for you? You know, I, I was very lucky in my life. Uh, there's, uh, you know, two or three individuals uh, that, you know, groomed me, was my mentor. I always looked upon them. I always uh, reached out to them, and I continually do. So, uh, you know, my first uh, business partner in Kelowna when I arrived uh, 41 years ago, uh, I didn't know him from anything, just, you know, met by chance, uh, you know, became uh, the co-founders of uh, the first software company in Kelowna and um, grew that business, sold it, uh, and I've done a lot of business together. And he continues to be my lifelong friend, but my mentor, amazing individual. His name is Mike Schleppi. He's a CPA by uh, trade. Amazing experience, but just a great human being that gives out so freely. And uh, I think that why or how I sort of kind of molded my life to to be out there and uh, trying to help people. Very good. So very local home. Is there anybody on a global scale that you kind of, you know, listen to as far as their advice or um, sort of great sayings or great stories on a on a global scale? You know, um, say 35, 40 years ago when I was doubling into the space of growing my uh, software company, uh, Microsoft, uh, you know, Bill Gates was, was sort of the idol and that kind of became somebody that I followed very, very closely and uh, followed uh, sort of what he was doing. And I continue to do so uh, even now, all his uh, philanthropic work, which I'm kind of myself in a very small scale involved as well. So I kind of look up to somebody like that just to 
So just to kind of get a little bit of a, you know, passion or ignite sort of you know, my interest and thoughts. So yeah, he's definitely one that I, I follow quite closely. Fantastic. I want to talk a little bit about the communities that you worked because you've just recently, um, you were so ingrained in Kelowna, now you're, you're in Vancouver. Um, I'm going to take advantage of the opportunity to talk about both communities. Can you give me a sense of the vibe in Kelowna, kind of culture of that particular community? Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's a very interesting question because when I arrived there, you know, 40, some 41 years ago, it was a, f- people will get mad at me when I say this, but a fairly sleepy town, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the talk, you know, when I, everybody that I talked to over the, the few years that I was traveling for my business, it, when I mentioned Kelowna, like they say, kind of look at me like you're kind of crazy having a software company in Kelowna, number one. Secondly, they were all were talking about uh, the retirees moving there. That was sort of the the talk um, um, generally. Well, today it's a very thriving tech sector. Um, roughly uh, around eight hundred companies, about fourteen thousand people working uh, in in the um, innovation you know, tech space, and uh, about one point seven billion dollars of economic contributor to the region, which is far more than tourism and agriculture combined. Which uh, Wow. Over the last uh, hundred years, agriculture and tourism has been the bed, bread and butter of that of the region. So it's a very vibrant community. Uh, a lot of innovation happening. Um, yeah, it's it's a town that's buzzing right now. What do you think are the key pillars that were instrumental in building? And I'm, I'm going to jump to the word ecosystem because I we've talked about that previously. But what were the essential pieces that have evolved and changed and been added to the the community that weren't there? 40 years ago when it was Sleepy Hicksville. Yeah, I know. Again, that's a, it's a very good question. It's, it's a great model. I mean, if you look at it, it's, mm-hmm. it's individuals. So what, what happened ah. is uh, 15 years ago, roughly, you know, probably started earlier than that, but uh, mainly over the, the last 15 years and more so over the last 10 years, individuals basically came together from different organizations and just said, hey, what can we do? To elevate this place, make this place a uh, you know, place to you know, come in, uh, open and start your business, and how can we support that? So that collaboration started to happen, and uh, over the last ten years, we'll see every individual that uh, can contribute to the ecosystem, but more so every organization, whether it's the uh, tourism Kelowna, with the city of Kelowna, whether the economic development commission, community futures. Uh, Accelerator Okanagan, which is the accelerator incubator in town, the co-working spaces, uh, Women's Enterprise Center that's based over there. All of these organizations started to kind of look at into a more holistic approach instead mm-hmm. of very siloed approach. A lot of um, you know cities and towns have that. All the individual organizations have a very siloed approach. They kind of do their own thing. In Kelowna, everybody is kind of come together and say, how can we collectively uh, make this place a better place for uh, people to live and businesses to thrive. So I think that thinking, that process, I don't know how it came about, but there were a number of community leaders that uh, and I kind of said, hey, let's try this, and um, it became a great model. So today, if, you are, if you're coming to Kelowna and you connect with one individual or one organization, you'll get connected to everybody which is an amazing thing that happens uh, uh, over there that I don't see happening in too many other uh, places uh, of that size. Fantastic. Um, do you have a favorite spot in Kelowna, a beach, a coffee shop, a restaurant? You know, the, the new innovation center right downtown, for me, that's the hub. 
no matter what I do, where I go, I always try and, uh, you know, go there to meet, whether it's in the coffee shop or uh, at the uh, incubator accelerator there. So it's, that's, that's my favorite spot. Awesome. Let's jump to Vancouver now. And I realize, have you lived in Vancouver before or is this the first time? First time kind of living here, but uh, okay. you know, being in Kelowna, Vancouver, you know, one of the most beautiful cities in the world. So I try to uh, come here as, as, as often as I can. So mainly to visit and uh, you know, for business uh, meetings and stuff, but not to live. So this is sort of my first uh, first, first foray. foray. Yeah. <laughs> and so again, how about we ask that question again? What differentiates the culture, for instance, between Kelowna and, and Vancouver? How would you describe Vancouver's vibe? Well, you know what? I'm so excited about the vibe that's here. Like, you know, there's news of every day, um, you know, new new companies, you know, big brand, uh, world-renowned companies like Amazon uh, setting up shop in a, in a big scale, you know, Microsoft, um, you know, growing. So this is exciting news every day. Um, you know, new investments coming in. Uh, yesterday, uh, Clio, a local uh, company, uh, got uh, $250 million U.S. of of investment in, in, in the business, which is like, the, the, I think, the largest investment that a Canadian company or British Columbia company has had. Like every day, there's something new, something big that's coming. And I just see a huge potential over the next 10 years. I think Vancouver will um, be positioned very, very well as a uh, tech hub, as an innovation hub, uh, as the place to be. We, you know, we have a traditionally or historically a brand, Supernatural British Columbia. You know, there's lots of places that are kind of jumping on, become, you know, supporting tech. Do you, what's your vision for the next 10 years? Because I got to say, you had a great one for Kelowna, it kind of happened. So if we can dig into uh, Ragwa's vision for the next 10 years, what would be the niche for Vancouver? Well, there's uh, a lot of things kind of, you know, bubbling up and uh, we're taking a lead on. I think uh, in, in, in life sciences, Vancouver has always uh, you know, played uh, a pretty integral role. And I think we can elevate that to a world level where we become the, uh, the leading uh, you know, world excellence center for, uh, for life sciences, artificial intelligence. I think this is uh, AI is growing here greatly. There's some great companies here. More companies are looking, starting to look at Vancouver as the place to be because once you create a little bit of cluster and resources and other companies want to um, you know, be part of the cluster, and I think that's, uh, that's going to grow. And I have very much confidence that uh, we will become one of the world's leading AI centers. Um, you know, AR and VR gaming has always been a, been a strength, so that will continue to, uh, to grow. But one area that um, we are really taking a lead very, very fastly is uh, in, in clean tech and sustainable. Out of the tw- uh, world's top 100 clean tech companies, 13 of them are based in Canada, and out of that, eight are based in British Columbia. So we're definitely world wow, leaders in that already. And yeah, and we want to, we want to, we don't want to, you know, sort of sit on our laurels on that. We want to make sure that we continue to, uh, you know, take a larger sec- uh, a piece of that pie and then continue to grow and become the place to be uh, in, in, in terms of clean tech, sustainable uh, companies, resources, um, right here in, in, in British Columbia. Well, and fantastic segue straight into now you're CEO of Innovate BC. Tell us about the work that you do there. And I, I appreciate you've only been in the role for a short time, but uh, we've got three fantastic visions become a world excellence center for life sciences, clean tech, and AI. How can Innovate BC help? 
So our mandate is to uh, help support and uh, and celebrate innovation in British Columbia, in all the regions of British Columbia, in, in all sectors. And uh, the way we do it, uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, we, we take uh, BC innovators and we support them by connecting them to uh, funding, you know, resources and any, every other type of support that these innovators need. Uh, so mentorship is a big part. Uh, that we play. We have in our BC Acceleration Network, we have uh, a dozen um, agencies around the province that provide uh, mentorship to uh, any uh, you know, new uh, entrepreneur or, or, or a business or entrepreneurs that are already in business, but they need some uh, help, some mentorship. So we provide that. Uh, these are, um, you know, mentors that have, um, you know, done very, very well, have great mm-hmm. experiences, you know, started and built businesses and have a huge Rolodex. And they continue to, um, you know, uh, work with a lot of companies. So they're fairly current in the current trends, what's happening, uh, you know, not just in the region, but worldwide. So these uh, mentors, uh, you know, sit down and help um, the budding uh, entrepreneurs. So that's uh, what we provide uh, right now in a nutshell. But uh, this uh, multitude of programs and funding that we provide as well. I've had the privilege of interviewing some uh, pretty dynamic entrepreneurs that uh, maybe aren't based in Vancouver, but are based uh, right around the province. Do you have any strategies upcoming or or what's the best way for somebody who might be based in uh, Tofino or Prince George or Nanaimo to uh, connect with Innovate BC? Uh, it's very simple. Uh, in uh, all parts of the province, we have our network partners. So in Nanaimo, we have Innovation Island. So they most of the time, any uh, somebody in that region will connect directly with them, and our partners will start to uh, provide them with the support and mentorship that they need. There are some regions, so we have uh, partners in, in in southern British Columbia, in Kootenays, uh, in in the central, uh, in Kelowna, uh, Kamloops, Prince George, in in north, uh, and a lot uh, here in British Columbia and Lower Mainland as well. So most of the time anybody's wanting or thinking of starting a business will connect with them. Something we can do later is just kind of list who your partners are and we'll provide that as part of our information post today's interview. How's that? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, I'd be perfect. very, very happy to do that. And, and uh, you know, if they can't find them, it's, uh, you know, we'll be very happy to, they can connect directly with uh, Innovate BC and mm-hmm. uh, we'll find a partner for them to be able to help them out. Now, just a little bit of fun, Ragwa. If uh, if you weren't CEO of Innovate BC, what other career choice or job or <laughs> I'm guessing entrepreneurial suit would you? That's always been on the back burner that you would love to pursue. Wow, that's a that's a very <laughs> interesting question. I would be a CEO of a uh, nonprofit society that would be uh, helping uh, you know mentor either students or uh, new and young entrepreneurs. Fantastic. A little bit of fun now. We're just going to do some rapid fire questions uh, so that we get to know kind of what makes you tick and some resources that are in your mind that we can share with our listeners. Um, First of all, is there an essential book on your shelf that uh, you think all entrepreneurs should read? Uh, Good to Great is is a very nice book that has a lot of learnings. It's uh, it's got great teachings. And are there any skills that you think a younger entrepreneur needs to have that they're maybe being taught now, but they'll be redundant in about 10 years, something that, um, something that we can sort of avoid. And equally, what is a new skill that you think everybody should pick up that will be essential over the lifetime of their career? 
I think the way uh, you know we manage people and uh, where the people will be working in in, a, in any given business, I think that uh, mindset needs to change. We are so set on you know, having people around or a little bit of kind of out of office, but ten years from now it will be totally distributed and you'll never see people. But you need to be able to adapt to manage and work in that uh, particular environment. So if people start to think about that and start to learn about that and uh, adapt. Uh, Slowly over the uh, over the next few years, I think they'll have a much bigger, better time as opposed to sort of having a uh, cut off and say, "Holy cow, what what has happened? How do I adapt to uh, to the new uh, new ways?" Is there uh, an essential conference? Uh, and I'm going to pick on BC first that you believe uh, is a great resource for people to attend. Well, uh, you know, I couldn't uh, say anything uh, other than a BC Tech Summit uh, <laughs> that we <laughs> that we hold. You know, it's uh, it's a pretty general broad uh, conference that uh, brings uh, you know students, uh, brings uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, brings a lot of investors, and uh, brings a lot of international uh, eyes and people uh, in, in into British Columbia. So that's a very good one. If, if you want to come and meet a lot of people all at one place. Uh, in a very varied, uh, you know, different, um, you know, sectors, uh, et cetera, that would be the place to be. How about on a national scale? Can you think of a, a conference that if you're looking at doing business in Canada, what conference would be fantastic to go and meet a whack people at the same time? Well, there, there are a lot of kind of very, uh, you know, focused conferences for, uh, for different types of businesses. So depending on what your business are, but if you're really looking at a place to go and meet a lot of people, and you know, a collision uh, in Toronto is uh, one that's massive. And what I find is you'll be able to, uh, over the you know, course of three or four days, probably meet with everybody that you would want to meet, uh, not just nationally, but uh, internationally as well, because they draw a, a pretty... Uh, you know, decent crowd that uh, most of the people that you'd want to do business with or want to meet with, you'll be able to meet all at one place. So that would be that would be a very good one. Can you think of a, a particular? If it was um, somebody moving to Vancouver, now that we're jumping back to Vancouver, can you think of an essential uh, networking group that somebody could actually physically go out and meet people in person? I'm fairly new here, so I'm still starting to uh, find out who, who all the groups are. But uh, there are a number of uh, meetup groups. Depending on, I mean, if they are in sort of uh, technology, there is a tech uh, meetup group. I, uh, the name escapes me, but I'll be definitely be able to provide that. Yeah, so there's a number of the meetup groups. If you uh, they were to Google that, uh, they should be able to, uh, you know, find the right one uh, for the type of things that they're looking for. Do you have an inspirational quote on your desk or on your wall that you can share? Well, uh, you know, I, I over the last, especially the last 20 years, I've uh, had a great opportunity to mentor a lot of students at uh, Okanagan College and uh, University of British Columbia, and a lot of new entrepreneurs uh, in the Okanagan region. So one thing that I keep telling them is, is that you can be smart, you can um, be doing a lot of other things, but the one thing that you always need to keep in mind as you're growing your business, nothing beats hard work. So just keep that in mind because that's that's the key ingredient that you need to keep front and center because that's what's going to make you successful. A lot of people come in and say, I'm very smart, I've got this great idea and things will just happen. But it's that hard work, it's the perseverance, just to making sure that you stick with it no matter what uh, 
what's going wrong or the, the, the kind of day that you're having, just persevere, you know, be coming back. And, and if you believe in something, just stick to it. And the other one is, is always have a mentor. Always have that mm-hmm. one person that you can always connect with, talk to, and run things by. Robert, this is always a fun question for the Canada podcast crew. If you were stuck on a deserted island, and now having grown up on the Fijian islands, you're probably quite after this, but a tiny little remote one that had no technology. Luckily, it had one, one phone booth where you could make a call at some point. How long would you last on a remote desert island? And what would you do there? Uh, yeah, I think I probably uh, could last... Uh Lasts a long time. I I, I know uh, the solitude actually would uh, be, um, and I would find that as as a positive thing, as as opposed to a negative thing. So uh, I think I could last there for a long time. I would uh, I wouldn't even use that uh, phone booth to make the phone call. I'd just uh, I'd just go in the bushes and start to figure out where the uh, the fruits are, so I can uh, (laughs) I can have that uh, over the next uh, few weeks or few months as I contemplate how do I get out of this. I love it. It's more likely that somebody's going to go. Where the hell is he? We got to go get him before you ever make the call. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. What is the best way for people to get a hold of you um, post podcast? Best way is to from our website um, or just can uh, they can email me. Okay, and what's your email address? Let's just write that down quick. Rbopal at innovatebc.ca. Okay, and we'll put that in the on the blog later. It has been an absolute pleasure having you on Canada's podcast. We're so excited you were able to join us. Is there any last uh, sentiment you'd love to leave that we haven't covered yet? First of all, uh, thank you for having me. And uh, the only uh, thing that I would want to maybe conclude with is. Uh, you know, we, we are living in the best part of the world and the opportunities here is endless and we will make Vancouver and British Columbia a world leader in, uh, in tech and innovation over the next 10 years. That's the promise. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey there, thanks for taking the time today to listen to British Columbia's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canadaspodcast.com. You can check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'm Angela Fay. See you next time.